0: Hey, welcome to Home Church Podcast. It is a good day to have a good day. I'm Pastor Jerry Kuhn, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today. My hope is that you will respond to the Holy Spirit as he speaks to you in and through this message today. And I believe that he will draw you into a closer relationship with Jesus Christ, where you are passionate about loving God, doing good, and being a friend. I hope that you enjoy the message today. worship team you guys are awesome thank you guys for being led of the lord man i just want to say thank you for allowing us to be here pastor jerry listen i'm sorry yesterday didn't turn out like you hoped you're always a winner in my heart listen you guys can be seated worship team thank you guys so much man it is it is such an honor to be here at home church Man, uh, uh, can we just take a second and honor your pastors? Can we just take a second? Come on, I know you guys just sat down, but let's stand up and honor your pastors, Pastor Jerry and Pastor Kelly. These are the best pastors in the world right here. They are amazing—the way that they love people, the way that they lead, their integrity, their heart. Pastor, we love you. Come on, give it. Let your pastor know you love him today. Amen. You guys can be seated. Uh, I had the incredible privilege and honor to be a barbecue judge. Come on, listen. you know I come prepared baby i 'm practiced i 'm learnt up, ready to go. Pastor Jerry texted me and said, "Hey, would you mind being a uh, a judge for our barbecue cook off and I said, Do fat kids like cake i 'm in baby." <laughs> Man, uh, it is such an honor to be here today. Uh, My name is Josh Timmons and uh, I have known your pastors for, it seems like an eternity, but really it it hasn't been. But uh, I'm just so glad to be here and to see this dream. I want to introduce my beautiful family. We've got a couple of kids in the nursery and in children's church, Colbin and Emerson running around. And then my beautiful, amazing wife right here in the front row, Miss Cammie Timmons. Not Tammy with a T. She might uh, fight Brother James, Pastor James after church for that. But uh, today is our 12th anniversary. Come on, somebody. I, I married up 100%, okay? Uh, um, Pastor Jerry, I don't know how we did it. But we pulled it off, man. I'm so excited to be in this church with you today. Uh, uh, I'm a walker. Um, I, I don't do a lot of exercise, so I'd get my exercise behind the pulpit. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm so glad and honored to be here today. Um, listen, our family has prayed for home church uh, for years. And you're like, how can that be? Listen, we have known your pastors, and we have known their heart, and just to love people, and we have prayed for them, and and done life with them, and ministry with them, and and we have prayed for you, and it's just incredible and amazing to see how God has has blessed this community of believers. Do you guys feel blessed this morning? Oh, come on. You got to walk in who you know that you are. Uh, Home church, do you feel blessed this morning? Yes, amen. You are blessed. Uh, We've known Pastor Jerry for a a long time. And I want to share this quick story. The first time I met Pastor Jerry, uh, we were uh, preaching in a a little uh, inner city uh, street kid church in McAllister, Oklahoma on the west side. Let me get right there. West side of the tracks. uh, We had the little uh, hood rats that had never been to church before. You know what I mean? Um, it would not be out of the ordinary for somebody to drop a four-letter word that usually you should not use in church Like we had some rough and tough kids that we were discipling But pastor jerry came down and he was first time I met him He was going to preach for our for our youth a youth service and we had these little these little hood rats running around everywhere, right? and uh All the kids were down at this little creek we had outside the church and um Pastor Jerry made his way down there, and I'll never forget, he, you know, Pastor Jerry is GQ, right? I walk in this morning, and it's going to be 199 degrees today, and he's sporting a coat. Like, if you're a fat kid like me, you know you don't wear jackets in the summer, right? Like, it's just everything we can do to put, to put on a long sleeve and button it up, you know what I'm saying? And then I get in here, and your crazy youth pastors wearing a corduroy shirt that I could literally strum a guitar with, like... <laughs> Corduroy is thick, bro. Listen, these guys, their drip is on point. All if you're, all you older folks, it just went over your head. All the teenagers, are like, man, this guy's really cool. He's really hip. No, I'm not. I say it all the time. I'm I'm 32. I'm overweight and I'm balding. I put being cool out the window a long time ago. But the first time I saw Pastor Jerry, he went down to the creek. Do you remember this? Uh, and our and our bunch of kids were down there, and they were seeing who could jump this creek without landing in the water. And if you know Pastor Jerry, you know he's always dressed real, real, real good. You know he's got a, he's like a GQ model, right? You can hear a pin drop. <laughs> Pastor Jerry was, was was dressed real, real nice. We had this boy; he was like if Tarzan was in real life. Nike, uh, black Nike basketball shorts, no shoes, no shirt, long ponytail, 14, 15 years old. And he would never come to church. And we'd try to get him to come to our after school program and he never would come. And his name was Riley. (coughs) And uh, Riley was down there and Pastor Jerry uh, talked with Riley and and, and said, listen, if I can jump this creek, uh, they worked it out where if Pastor Jerry could jump the creek, Riley would come to church with him to the service that night. And Riley said, I don't know the exact thing, but it might have said, old man, you're on. I don't know. (laughs) And So Pastor Jerry took off with all of his might. And I didn't, I was not an eyewitness, but just after hearing the story. So help me if I get the story wrong. Pastor Jerry didn't quite make it, but he landed right in that creek. And his khakis and his dress pants and his shoes were muddy and wet. And he come walking up to the church looking like a mop that hadn't been rinsed out. And right behind him come Riley. Riley said, listen, if you if you if you could do that, I can come to church with you. And let me tell you, Riley got saved that night. Uh, a few weeks later, Riley, uh, a few weeks, a month later, Riley was uh baptizing the Holy Spirit. Um and uh, I see Riley every now and then, and uh, like, you know, when you you get, we're to the age now that our youth kids, our first youth group kids are having babies, and uh, they're getting married, and I'm like, my goodness, that's why I'm balding, (laughs) but I see Riley around town, and he always asks me how how we're doing, and he's got kids of his own, and and it's just great to see him and embrace it, you know, your, your spiritual children, man, it's just such a blessing, and then before he can even ask how I'm doing, he says, how's Pastor Jerry, I'm like, pastor Jerry he's good he's fine so I love your pastors man they have a heart to serve and that's it that that is that is exactly the heart of pastor uh Kelly and Jerry Kuhn man just to to serve and do whatever it takes to get dirty and into your mess into your life and to reach people in the name of Jesus and don't get me started about your, your your youth pastor uh pastor James uh (laughs) <laughs> Pastor James, uh, if you don't know this uh, My wife and I pastored that little inner city church And we felt called to the Lord to go and evangelize And and so we we led by the Lord, went out, didn't know what that looked like And lo and behold, uh, they, they brought Pastor James in, right? So he, he got to have the sloppy seconds, right? I, I built it up and see if he could carry the torch there And my dad would always uh, give me a hard time because uh, my dad still goes to that church today. And he said, listen, we just upgraded. He said, we just upgraded. He said, he said Pastor James is like, like an, a, a Josh 2.0. Like he wears the skinny jeans, but his are smaller. He's got a comb over and a hard part, but he's got more hair. He's like the more fit version of you, right? His jokes are better. His sermons are better. I'm like, dad, you're, you're my dad, right? Okay, what, what's going on here? Matter of fact, when, when he and, and, and Aubrey moved to McAllister, they lived exactly a block over from us. I mean, like house to house, a block. If it wasn't even like 2.0 version, we drove a black Kia Forte and they drove a white Kia Forte. Just a super spiritual version, right? Uh, so uh, i love your pastors and i love their hearts to serve and uh and I, I just love what god is doing here in tecumseh here at home uh raise your hand if you feel at home i don't, well you should because you are at home it's just such an honor to be here uh today can, can i share a little bit about about me and and who i am is that okay home church like I said, my name is Josh Timmons, and my wife and I, uh, we've been in ministry for about nine years. Uh, we started out at a little country, uh, uh, Southern Baptist Church. Uh, I was an OBU kid way back when, lived in Shawnee for a little bit, realized I'm not as smart as I thought, and, uh, and, and came back home and, and, and started a family. And, and we, we served in this little, little church, and then we really got our, our feet wet building a, a youth ministry there in McAllister. And, I mean, we hit the ground running. I don't know how uh, I talk to youth pastors and people that, that we just have relationships with, and they're like, man, you guys have really seen it. And I'm like, well, we haven't been in ministry all that long, but we have seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, so we can, we can learn from it. But, uh, but we uh, served in McAllister. There, and about uh, five years ago, a, a good friend of mine who was youth pastor in McAllister as well, um, he moved from Seminole, Oklahoma. You guys know where Seminole I mean, it might be close by. I don't know, right? From Seminole, Oklahoma, moved to McAllister to, to youth pastor. God called him there, and he got there, knew that he was called to the Lord, and it was just a dumpster fire. Anybody ever seen a dumpster fire? Anybody? It was a dumpster fire. I mean, uh, uh, my buddy served faithfully there uh, for three years, and the church was just a wreck, and it it was just not healthy. And it got to the point where one day the pastor walked off stage and said, I'm stepping out of the ministry, and I'm stepping out of my marriage. And the church— that was once 500 people, had dwindled down to 100 people. And so about that same time, Cammie and I, we were uh, evangelizing. We were, were preaching and, and and youth camps and youth revivals and youth retreats and anywhere that God would open the door. And we needed a home church. And, and the words came out of my mouth. So be careful what you speak, because I said, I will never go to that church. I'm proud to to tell you today that I'm a youth pastor at that church today. Uh, My friend uh, Mark, uh, our sons were in in the same class, and we were friends because we we youth pastored in the same town together. Uh, When he uh, got set in as pastor, his heart's desire was just to get healthy. Have you known, like, if if your leaders aren't healthy, the church ain't going to be healthy. So I thank God that you have a dynamic uh, duo of a leadership team and that 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 take the time to be healthy and to stay healthy and to seek God for this church and see how God's hand of favor is blessing this church um, I, I just want to encourage you today that no matter where you're at right in life no matter where you're at in life, God can take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it for good uh, I, I want to tell you today that that we've been at that church we've been at the King's house there in Mcallister for oh man i don't know it seems for three years. Three and a half years, we've been on staff for, for just over a year. And in that time, God has blessed. Uh, because when you get healthy, when you put God first, when you put the name of Jesus first, God's hand of blessing and favor is over you and is uh, will lead and guide you. Man, it's just incredible. I never thought... Um, that we would be able to serve where we're serving, how we're serving, to have the reach that we have. And I don't understand it. I am a nobody from McAllister, Oklahoma. But, but when you submit yourself to the Lord, God opens up doors for opportunity for you to do extreme, mighty, and amazing things for him. I want to encourage you with just a few things today. Um, uh, our church, uh, we were at, you know, 100 people. We were, we were going bankrupt and these were things we just started. We didn't necessarily know, right? Like it's a dumpster fire. And as soon as we began to get healthy, God began to bless a church that was was a hundred was just double portioned was just in a few months. And then the church began to tithe, and begin to give and get to begin to sow seed, and God began to bless. And can I tell you today that that, that our church is now debt free? God has 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 brought us out of uh, of bondage. Listen. Can I tell you that we once had an $18,000 mortgage. Anybody say that's just ridiculous for a church? But this is where we found ourselves and we we begin to bless and and ask god for uh, for wisdom and and today we are we our church is debt free and doing mighty things for god i mean we've built schools in africa we've we have started bus ministries and done i mean just you you name it god has just been able to use the people who are are hungry for god and say man we are going to put god first and we're going to big dream, we're going to dream big dreams and so to come, so I, I want to encourage you today. My message today is um, dream big and shine bright. Dream big and shine bright. I, I want to encourage you today. I don't tell all, I don't tell you all these things to be braggadocious. But I, I but I I don't even know if that's a word, but we're we're gonna put it in the Webster's right now. But I tell you this to see, like, look what God can do with a a body who is hungry to see God move in their community. And I know that you guys are already doing that. But I just wanted to encourage you and to give you a booster shot in the arm today, if you will, right? Keep loving Keep being hungry for a move of God. Keep serving. You know, when, when you get to a point where, man, you guys have this incredible facility. Aren't you guys so thankful to be in this facility, Pastor? No setup, no tear down, Pastor James. Come on, right? You guys are, are here. And, man, we are believing. We are believing that God is going to do and move miracles in this place, in this house. That this building is just going to expand, and it is going to be home church right? Like you got, this is just going to be incredible for this community um, and doing what you guys are already doing. When you're living in the middle of a miracle, when you're living in the middle of a move from God, how many know that sometimes what is a miracle can seem ordinary? You you guys ever, I want to encourage you, don't ever think that what is happening in home church is ordinary because it ain't. Is that good proper Southeast Oklahoma English? It ain't what God is doing here. It's not ordinary. It should be. But the reality is, Pastor Jerry, it's not ordinary. Because too many times when we get into the church world, we get get our wants and our needs and our desires ahead of what God has. And I want to encourage you today that what, what is happening here is not ordinary. Never take what God is doing here in Tecumseh, Oklahoma, here at Home Church for granted, because it is extraordinary. It is a miracle. It is a move of God, this, that, how God is using you in Home Church to reach this community and to bless people. Yesterday, we were at the barbecue cook-off. How many guys got full of some barbecue yesterday? Come on. I'm still full today. Uh, But listen, as we were sitting there, I heard Pastor Kelly say that, man, some of these people we don't even know, we've never even met. That's what your church is supposed to be doing, man. You guys are rocking it. You guys are killing it. You guys are on fire for the Lord, and I love it. It's contagious. You know that passion is contagious. You know that passion is contagious. When people see and they feel the love of God that is inside of you, man, they can't help but want it. Because a, a move, a real authentic move of God cannot be denied, church when people are getting saved and people are getting set free and lives are being transformed and changed, you cannot deny it. You can walk away from it, but you can't deny it. So you're living in the middle of a miracle and it is not ordinary, it is extraordinary. You know, it's kind of uh, like uh, my wife, you know, when you live with greatness each and every day of your life, sometimes you, it, it, you just see it as ordinary and really it's just something special, ain't that Right? Sometimes you take it for granted. <laughs> oh. So I, I wanna read a verse for you today. Is it okay? Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has, set, he has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Man, I want to I, I just encourage you that, number one, my first point today is you are anointed. You are favored of God. God has put you here in this place, in Tecumseh, Oklahoma, in this church for such a time as this. You are anointed to bring the good news of the Lord to the poor, to set the captives free, to be the carrier of the light of Jesus Christ. You are anointed. Look at your, look at your neighbor, homies. Can I call you homies? Homies, right? Look at your neighbor and say, you are anointed. You are anointed. Let's be, I want to be clear. You you are not anointed and favored of the Lord so that, so that Tecumseh can be the biggest, so that home church Tecumseh can be the biggest and best church in Tecumseh. You're not favored of the Lord so that you can be, quote unquote, the real church in town, Right? you're favored and anointed of the Lord because God has given you a mission and a call and you are obedient in walking that out. Can I challenge you with something this morning? I wanna challenge you with these two simple words, dream big. You Say it, dream big. big. Now say it like you got some passion behind it. Like you've had five cups of coffee today and you're jacked up, ready to go. Dream Dream big. Come on, amen. Don't settle for where you are now, church. Listen, it's easy to, to settle in, right? It's easy to say, man, we've got this beautiful facility. We've got, a, we've got great leaders. We've got our churches growing. We're in a great place. The enemy wants you to do that. Because God has called us to dream big and to take crazy steps of faith, right? And if I know anything about your pastors, they live by faith. They live by faith. And Pastor Jerry's a little crazy. <laughs> crazy faith. Home church, you are called. You are called of God. You are anointed. Don't settle for where you are now. Keep serving. Keep pushing. Keep seeking God for more. Uh, Raise your hand if you serve in a capacity here in the church. All right. Now raise your hand if you don't yet serve in a capacity in the church. All right. Listen, those are all the people who need to get signed up to serve. Listen, if you love this church, let me tell you, if you love this church, you need to find a place to serve. You need to find a place to serve. You need to find a place to to, to fit. Where is your calling? Where where can you be the hands and feet of Jesus to to come to here at home church? Man, it's door greeting. It's putting out the bougie water out there. Pastor Jerry's got bougie water. First time I I went to preach for Pastor Jerry in uh, Moore. I don't know if you remember this. I I got a little parched and went to take a drink of water and I about dropped the cup. Like, oh my goodness, what is this? It's got lime and lemons and all kinds of fruit in it. I'm like, boy, it's bougie up here. They already told me, do you want your lid slightly open, all the way open? I'm like, what? you got so many options. I don't know. you got flavored water? But listen, I want to challenge you to serve. There's so many places in this church to serve in kids programs and in, in youth programs and worship team. Now, let me tell you, stop right here. Some of you may have a heart of a worshiper. But maybe you're not called to be a worship leader, okay? I'm just gonna, I'm I'm from out of town. Pastor Jerry can clean this all up when I leave next week. Praise God, hallelujah. Uh, Some of you can't sing, okay? It's okay, God loves it. But we don't necessarily wanna put a mic in your hand, okay? Like, it's okay, we love you, God bless. We're gonna lay hands and ask for the the anointing, healing of God over your vocal cords. Um, But find a place to serve. If, If this is your church home, home, Say it with a home, because we're homies. Listen, I'm going to wear that out. I'm so not cool. Um, if this is your home, man, I, I challenge you to find a place to serve and to serve and to serve because God blesses a servant's heart. If you want to reach this community, continue to serve just like you're doing. Continue to serve. Get plugged in and serve. Dream big. I want to challenge you individually and, and as, a, a, as a church to, to, to go into a time of, of prayer and fasting individually and ask God, God, what, what are some God-sized dreams that I can dream? God, where are you calling me? What are some things that, that, that I can put into place that you've placed in my heart? Listen, if we were to be honest, each and every one of you have God-sized dreams on the inside of you, that, that you've been too scared, like, man, this is crazy, this ain't never gonna work. I don't, maybe it's a job, maybe, maybe you have a desire f- for something greater than where you're at now. Listen, crazy faith is what it takes to dream big dreams, dream God-sized dreams. And God honors when we take steps of faith when we put him first, when we ask God, God, what are are our dreams that you put in my heart that can align with with home church to to launch us into what God has for us? God honors and blesses that. Dream God-sized dreams. Home church, when you dream God-sized dreams, you're made to shine bright. When you dream God-sized dreams, God puts a light and a passion inside of you that shines brightly for the world to see. Like a city set on a hill, you are the light of the world. You are the light to Tecumseh. And to be that light to your full potential, man, we've got to dream God-sized dreams. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a dreamer. You know I'm a dreamer. I want to read a verse to you, Philippians 2 Verse 12, it says, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purposes. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Amen, can I get a witness? So that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation that's what we're living today church we need the light of the world we need churches carrying the light of God it says then you will shine among them like the stars in the sky home church you are called to shine like the stars in the sky you are called to shine the light the hope the love the peace the joy of Jesus in your life and in this church When was the last time you went outside in the night sky and looked up? Think about it. When was the last time you went out in the sky and you looked up and you saw the stars and you thought, wow. Right? Something extraordinary becomes ordinary. Listen, we pull up into the driveway sometimes that at the house, and we just look at them like, my goodness, look at those stars. It's so amazing. It's so beautiful. And then sometimes we pull up, and you're like pulling the kids out, like, oh, get in. We're going to bed, you know, like. (laughs) I'm keeping it real up in here, you know. But something that is so extraordinary, when we see it over and over again, it can become ordinary. You were made to shine like stars in the sky. I got a a picture. We got them back there, my brother? Yes. You guys give it up for your tech team, man. These guys are awesome. This is, the first one is a picture of the Hubble telescope of stars in the sky. Boom, look at that. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. Everybody with me? Wow. Then you have to say it with like the right vernacular, right? Wow. There you go. Wow. But most nights, you look up in the sky and this is what we see. This is from the Hubble telescope. This is what we see. It's beautiful. The problem is that something so amazing and extravagant becomes ordinary when, you, when you're used to seeing it each and every day. This next image I want to share is an image of a star named Betelgeuse. There you go. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Hi, Betelgeuse. It's a beautiful star. This is the closest image of a star that we have through the Hubble telescope. And it's actually seven or, sorry, six hundred light years away. Light moves at the speed of 186,000 miles per second. 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, right? 365 days in a year. Times 600 is where Betelgeuse exists in our galaxy. The diameter of Betelgeuse is 700 billion miles. Think about it, the diameter of the star Betelgeuse is 700 billion miles. The circumference of the earth is 8,000 miles. Betelgeuse could hold 87,000 planet earths inside of it. It's a star, it's extravagant, it is extraordinary. Stars are made of hydrogen and helium, did you know that? We're we're gonna take you to science class today Amen. Stars are made of hydrogen and helium, and on the surface of a star is, is, is constant amounts of energy, constant amount of force and pressure. Scientists say that it's like a constant hydrogen bomb going off. Can somebody say 4th of July? Right? Come on, that's my kind of party right there. Hydrogen, it's like a constant uh, uh, hydrogen bomb. We can't see all of that energy and all of that explosion and, and, and all of that um, uh, pressure, We can't see it because it's millions of miles away. But we just see a little bit of the the ray of light, a little bit of the the radiation of that light. We can't see it, but it's constantly happening. The energy of that star is moving. Look at that, it was just seamless. You guys didn't even know he was up there. Come on, (laughs) give it up for your stagehand, Pastor Jerry. This this fat kid up here is cutting a rug, right? (laughs) We can't see it because it's millions of miles away, but, but on the surface of a star, there's so much energy and so much uh, uh, pressure and, 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 and uh, force. These explosions, they're a million miles away. There's so much force that is coming out of a star did you know that, church? A star is constantly has so much force and energy moving out of the star. And there's so much force and energy on the outside of a star that is that is pushing in on the star. But the energy and the force on the inside of the star is greater than that of the force on the outside of the star that is pushing pressure in on that star. And, and the force of the pressure within holds at bay the force on the outside that is putting pressure and force on the inside for a little while. But after hundreds of years, after thousands of years, that star becomes weaker and weaker and weaker to the point that the the force and the energy that is pushing out of the star is less and less and less. And to the point that the energy on the outside of the star pushes in and, and, and the force pushes in until the point that a star collapses in on itself creating a black hole anybody ever heard of a black hole yeah. listen up until 2019 it was just a myth or a legend but in 2019 the Hubble telescope actually photographed the first um, what was once a theory but the first actual black hole I think we've got the next picture there and this is a black hole this is a star that was uh, once had so much power and pressure and energy moving out of it and light that was collapsed on itself because the the force and the power on the outside overcame the force that was on the inside. And a black hole, when it's collapsed, begins to absorb all of its own light and all of its own energy, and it just folds it in on the inside. And once a black hole absorbs the light, the light never leaves. And it absorbs so much energy... That not only is it satisfied with sucking in all of its light and all of its energy, but then the stars and the things around it begin to be drawn to this black hole. And and the black hole, what was once theory, is now real. And real life starts pulling the energy and the light and the power from the stars around it into itself. And once the other stars are sucked into this black hole, it never escapes. The light stops shining. See, I believe this is a lot like um, many Christians in the world. That the pressures of life become so strong that they collapse. That they're not satisfied with just their own lights burning out, but they begin to suck the life out of you and they begin to steal the light and the joy and the peace and the hope of God that you have that is launching you further the energy and the power of God that you have inside of you begins to be sucked. Anybody else ever been around people like that? They just suck the life and the joy out of you. If we're going to dream God-sized dreams, we've got to rid ourselves of, of the black holes in our life. Because we are called to dream dreams. We are called to dream dreams. One of the greatest obstacles that you will face are the people that will say, Wait a second. Those crazy pastors, Kelly and Jerry, they just need to pump the brakes a little bit. This is just a new church. Y'all are just getting a little too big for your britches. You just need to slow down. You need to let the the church grow a little. You just need to stop and slow down and and smell the roses. Enjoy what God is doing because it's, you know, it's okay. But you just need to take a break and slow down. And home church, I'm here to tell you, don't listen to them, they're crazy. You need to keep pushing forward. Allow that light of God to go forth from your life. Keep dreaming for more, keep pushing for more. God has plans that are bigger than your plans. God has plans that are bigger than Tecumseh, Oklahoma. Because when you are in the move of God, it does, it's not just for the people you're around. Listen, Jesus had a hard time reaching the people in his own hometown. he had to go all over the world until he could reach the people where he was from to you to come to home church, you are called to reach this world with the light of Jesus that's within you. Because God is calling you to dream some big dreams inside each and every one of us here this morning is a light. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a light. This light is a force of energy that when you accepted Jesus, something came alive in your heart. It was the life in you, and it was the the light of Jesus. It was a force and a passion. John 10.10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I, Jesus Christ, have come that you may have life and have it more abundant. Come on, church. That's amen-worthy right there. You need to preach back to me this morning. This little fat kid is sweating up here for it. If you study that out in the, in the Greek, that's actually a zoe life, which means life more abundantly, life to the full, life to the extreme, dreaming big dreams, having crazy faith, Inside of each and every one of us this morning is an energy and a force, is a passion, the Holy Spirit of God. And the Bible says that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the grave, that raised Jesus from dead, a state of being dead. He was breathing. He was out cold turkey. He was gone. Life was sucked out of him, right? The same spirit that brought Jesus Christ back from the grave lives in you. That light and that passion and that drive and that energy bursts forth And reaches the world around you in your everyday life. There's a force and energy on the inside of you. And that is the spirit of God that is so full of joy and life. It's so much greater than the force and the pressures of life that is around you. There's nothing more creative. Hear this this morning, home church. There's nothing more creative than the creator. Creator. Did you wake up this morning and see the sun? Like, oh, God. See? You do believe in God. Last night when you got home, you saw the sunset and the stars in the sky. the, The wind blowing. Thank the Lord for the wind, right? Giving a nice, cool breeze. There's nothing more creative than the creator of the universe, than Jesus Christ himself, than the Father in heaven who birthed all of you. Beautiful people. You are made in the image of God. There's nothing more creative than the creator of the universe. Listen, we allow the, the pressures of life and man's definition of success, the American dreams, and our past failures. We allow fear to steal and rob from us. One of the greatest things that God has given us, and that is the ability to dream. The ability to dream dreams, the ability to see God for more, the ability to to see what can happen when a group of people come together who are passionate about seeing a revival, and who are passionate about seeing a community come to know Jesus. How many lives can be touched? How many souls can be set free? How many addictions can be broken in the mighty name of Jesus? Man, that song we sang this morning, I wrote it down because I was like, I gotta take that back with us. That was a, a beautiful song. I've never heard that before. Just the name of Jesus. Church, there's power in the name of Jesus. Listen, we need crazy faith for our God-signed, God-sized dreams. Repeat after me. Faith equals action. Faith equals action. Faith without works is dead, which means you and I, in order to dream big dreams, God sized dreams in order to have crazy faith, man, we've got to walk it out. We've got to take steps of faith to, to meet God where he is. Listen, God puts dreams inside of you. He births visions and callings on the inside of you. And if you don't take steps towards those callings and those dreams, man, you're just gonna be stuck there. Because when we take steps of faith, that's when God can bless. That's when we give God something to work with. That's when God moves. I want to challenge you with, with something else today, home church, and that's be you. Be you. Be home church. Listen, there's something, that a saying that we have at, at, at our church. And, it, and, I, and it's the same here. Home church, the king's house, will never be life.church. dot church. Will never be Elevation or Hillsong. Because God has called you to be home church. Come on, somebody. That's a good thing. Listen, one of the the biggest things and mistakes that we can do in the church and ministry is to look around at what other places are doing. Because we're not called to be them. Right? We're called to be home church. We're called to be who God has called us to be. And so I I, want to share something with you. You will never be the Walmart of churches. Can I get a witness? Amen. Praise God. Anybody tired of self-checkout? Yes. Listen, you ought to, you ought to be uh, shopping for a youth group and go there now because you can't find a checker to check your tax exempt card. Can I get a witness, somebody? You go like I got to hunt for somebody. But you'll never be the Walmart of churches, and that's okay. You may never be the target of churches. Be home. I want to challenge you to this. Be Dollar General. Think about it. Dollar General doesn't spend billions of dollars on advertising every year. Dollar General doesn't have to be flashy. They don't have to be, you know, something crazy, right? Like Walmart. Dollar General just be Dollar General. But you go to every stoplight in every rural town in Oklahoma, and guess what? Across the street from the stoplight is a Dollar General. They're meeting people's needs. Can I I blow your mind for a second, church? In 2020, anybody remember that year? (laughs) We've wiped it from our minds, right? In the year 2020, in the middle of mandates and lockdowns and shutdowns and limited shopping hours. Remember when Walmart used to be 24-7? A day long ago, that was great. Listen, I can imagine there were nights when, when our kids were were babies and we needed formula. They were like, oh, we're out of formula. Oh, put your clothes on at one o'clock in the morning. You can't do that no more. Walgreens ain't open 24-7. CVS ain't open, Walmart ain't open. What do you do? I don't even know. I just thank God we don't have babies right now. But listen, in the middle of COVID 2020, Dollar General grossed $33.7 billion. They're not competing with Walmart. They're just being true to who they are, meeting needs of people in every rural community, everywhere they go. Listen, I to, it doesn't make sense, but you go to some of these rural communities, they got one stoplight, they don't even have a school, they got like a, half of a, a gas station, right? But they got a family tree, they got a family dollar, they got a dollar store. Be you, be home church. Be who God has called you to be. Dollar General is effective. They meet their mission statement and they're killing it in their stores. Home church, you are effective. Such a blessing to get to see you in in action yesterday and how you love people. How you love people and how you reach people in the name of Jesus. Worship team, you you can make your way. I know I heard last week, Pastor Jerry said you guys like 15 minutes or so to get ready and, Listen, I'm a stalker. Facebook stalker, Home Church. Josh Timmons is live again, that creep. Listen, Home Church, seriously, you're killing it. You are killing it. You are winning souls to the kingdom. You are making waves. You are you are doing big things in Tecumseh, America. And, and I want to challenge you to, to be you, to dream big. I don't want to challenge you to to just stay true to who God has called you to be I want to challenge you to dream big what, what, what if I, I, I want to say this what if there's two sides of this last point what if look at your neighbor and say what if the first side of this what if is what if what if we don't dream big dreams what if we don't take risks of crazy faith what if we don't what if we don't add on to the church come on what if we don't find us some, some old vans to pick kids up for church come on somebody what, what, what if we don't f- ask God for more God how can we reach people in this community what, what if we don't I can tell you what happens if you don't people die and go to hell there's people that only home church can reach there's people that only you can reach on your job, at the salon, at Walmart. God bless them. There's people that only you can reach. There's people that home church, Tecumseh can only reach. What, what if you don't? What if you don't dream big? What if you don't push on for what more that God has for home church? The other side of that what if is makes you smile makes you jump for joy this stage is good right okay okay Woo. you know as big boys we gotta ask before we start jumping around you know found good foundation right um what if you do dream big what if this place explodes pastor what, what if kids are coming from all over Tecumseh and all over Shawnee and all over Seminole just because they feel the love of Jesus here at home church? What if people get saved? What if people get set free? What if addictions are, are, are set free? And, 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 oh, come on, church. What if? What if? Church, would you, would you stand with me this morning? Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more messages or find a service time, you can visit us at our website, homechurchtecumseh.com, for more information. And thank you again. And until next time, love God, do good, and be a friend. Be blessed.